I'm DJ Psyched, and you're listening to the Get Psyched Podcast. Let's get psyched about music. This is the third episode of the Get Psyched Podcast, where today we'll be getting psyched with Pat Danger, an independent musician from New Jersey. Let's get right into things. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself, what it is that you do, and maybe like what your sound is? Sure. So I'm an independent artist. I have most of my work on SoundCloud, but I do have like a Spotify page that I'm working on adding more stuff to. Um, I would say that I don't want to box myself in, but it's definitely hip hop. I kind of switch up between like lo-fi type beats all the way to things like stuff you would hear at like a club or like a house party. It honestly depends on my mood, but anything in between that. All right. Awesome. So we met, I'd say like maybe six plus months ago now. And I know that you said that when we did meet that you had just recently gotten into music. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got into it? Sure. Well, when we first met, that's when I first actually like bought a microphone. I went to Best Buy and bought a microphone. I saved up a bunch of money at the time and got FL Studios. Um, I've always been into music and a music lover. And also I would like a lot of the times I would go to I would love freestyling. So I'd go to parties and stuff or I'd be sitting in the car with my friends doing whatever and I would always freestyle. But I never thought like, oh, maybe I should like record this or whatever. So around the time we met is when I was first like, all right, like I have a goal in mind. I want to make a mixtape. I want to make, well, it's more of an EP, but I want to make a project, anything. So I went to Best Buy. I bought myself a microphone for like 80 bucks. Not like a great one, but it got the job done. I bought the music software. And that's when I started first looking for beats online on YouTube and then trying to mess around and record myself. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, was there something in particular that maybe happened that made you realize like, oh, this is more than just for fun. I can really do this thing. I always said even so I've, I've been when I said I've been freestyling, I mean that I've been I'm 23 now. I've been doing that since I was like 17, 18. Um, it was never anything serious. I'm never like, oh, like I'm going to be a rapper or whatever. It was kind of like I'd be with my friends. We'd mess around freestyling, and I'd always be pretty good, and it would come naturally to me. And I think it's just because I had just moved from New Jersey to North Carolina. I was working like two days a week, and the rest of that time was just free time. So I had to fill it with something. Um, so I'm like, all right, I have all this free time. I've been talking about doing a mixtape forever. Why don't I actually just kind of – get this done and try my hand at it yeah definitely that's a good mentality to have about it and that was a actually another question i was about to ask you uh what other things do you do as far as like your life uh are you in school right now or are you working so i, I work full-time i work around like 40 to 45 hours a week besides that i'm in school full-time as well um and then kind of any extra time i have goes to music i would say like i'm working right now 7 to 3 30 and then usually i come home and do my homework and then around seven or eight o'clock i'll that's when i'll usually go to the studio and try to you know mess around with some music oh, that's awesome to hear that's a lot of dedication <laughs> yeah like my schedule is pretty packed now but at the time when i was first starting out which is probably the hardest part of making music starting out that's when i had the most free time yeah all right well, 
I guess a lot of people would be interested in knowing then because working full time and being a full time student, that's kind of a lot. And you mentioned it like you, you split up your schedule. But what other things do you do to make that more manageable for yourself? Probably the most helpful thing for me was I, I go to Rutgers, the State University of New Jersey, and I switched all of my classes to online. Like it's still the same degree. It's the same thing as I went in person, except now I have a deadline. So every like Wednesdays when all of my homework and all my things will be due. So I have the entire week. So whether I'm doing it at 2 a.m. or if I'm doing it, you know, during the day, it does not matter as long as I get that work done. So there's no set time. I can kind of do it at my own leisure. Uh, yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> that's a pretty good uh, way to go about it. Do you have any advice then you would give someone aside from doing that, just the online classes and all that, that um, for someone in a similar position as you, I guess? Besides doing it online, which is probably like the smartest slash most time-saving thing I've done, I would say that I feel like I would make a lot of excuses for myself in the past. Like, oh, like I could easily say, oh, I'm going to work full-time. I don't have time for school. Or I could say, I'm going to work full-time and going to school full-time. I don't have time for music. But the reality is there's a lot of time in a day the less time you spend on your phone or playing like mindless video games or, you know, watch binge watching, whatever, you really do have a ton of time in the day, even if you're doing a bunch of things like I am, like work and school. I find time to have a social life and also make music. That's actually really good, straightforward advice. I think um, it kind of reminds me of the first conversation we had together when we went out bowling that night. <laughs> <laughs> you remember we were like talking about music and all that and then we really got into like the mindset side of things i do yeah of course i remember that i was just about to say do you remember all the talk about stoicism and stuff <laughs> i do i honestly i still listen to the daily stoic as much as i can it's a great podcast and i love their whole mindset and yeah i totally remember that honestly like questions like uh like how do you like have the time to do this or like whatever it, it honestly it boils down to like don't be lazy and like don't don't make excuses like anyone can do it i'm not superman or anything if i could do it a random dude like anybody listening to this could also do that just fine i love that i love that mindset and i think that's uh one of the the things that i thought was really cool when i met you is that i think you have a really good mindset about things and that you understand that uh a lot of this creating and all that it's just a mindset like it's not really like like, like you said, I mean, these days, anyone with a laptop has access to some kind of free software, something that they can use to, like, get started at least. Right. And so it really, yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it. I like that. And how else have you used all these resources and all that to further yourself? Because I know that you, you do a really good job promoting yourself on Reddit, for example. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I was actually just about to mention that... Um, so one of the ways I do it is on Reddit. I'm not even going to lie to you. Sometimes I'll just post like some clickbait title. <laughs> like I, I heard about like some show called Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. It's like Chance the Rapper, Cardi B, and like T.I., I think. So sometimes I'll, I'll literally just post on it like, yo, like I can't believe Rhythm and Flow just checked out my song and invited me onto their show. So I, I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> kind of do like some clickbait things. But for the most part, I honestly, I just post my music and I'm just real about it. And I'm like, hey, I made this song. It's okay. Like, I'm never like, oh, it's the best song in the world. I'm like, all right, like I made this song. It's okay. But if you want to comment your song, I'll check out your song and let you know if I like yours. 
And that's how I got started. And it's actually cool because the first couple of songs I posted on Reddit, um, it got a couple likes, a couple of views, whatever. I really wasn't expecting much. But maybe my third song, there was this guy who reached out to me. And he's like, listen, man, we'll probably never meet in person, but I'm a producer from Texas, and I really like your sound. I would love to just produce and mix and master whatever songs you want. I'll do it for free because I really like your sound. I'm not just like blowing smoke up your ass. Sorry, I'm trying not to curse. <laughs> I'm, re- <laughs> I'm not like BSing you or whatever. Like, throw me, throw me a song. I'll mix and master it for you for free because I like your sound. He's like, I'll never call- charge you anything. And that's actually how I met my first producer who would mix and match my stuff for free and like easily took it to the next level very early on. That's that's pretty cool actually. That's a really cool story. Yeah. And it's it's definitely touches on a few topics that I love to talk about when talking to other creators like support and all that. Like support is so important. Like we all know that. I think that that you have a really good method going when you say that you post on Reddit and tell other people that you'll listen to their stuff because I don't know, supporting other people and then you get the support back. It just makes this feedback loop, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, I, I did a recent post on Reddit, too, and I'm like, listen, um, I, I was like, I was like in like kind of a funk. I took a not a break from music exactly. Like, I'd still write stuff, but I wasn't putting out stuff. And this is like a couple months that this happened. So I just posted on Reddit. I'm like, listen, like, if anybody wants a free feature, or whatever just send me the beat send me what kind of vibe you're going for send me your verse and for free i'll just record my own thing i'll send it to you and you know we can put out a song and that got a lot of positive feedback um and then not that i was even looking for it but that got me a lot of views on my songs and stuff too people were just kind of checking me out like oh like who's this guy who's going around giving out free verses and features and stuff and it ended up helping me out in the end. That's really cool. And that's like back to another thing with the support and all that. Like you, you seem to have built a system around yourself where you're kind of, I don't, I don't want to say crew because that's not the exact word for it, but you have, I think, a lot of, of new connections that you're making online, which I think is really cool. Because I have noticed that like whenever, when, you, when you do put a song out, you get uh, a good amount of listens, which is really cool because like, for artists our size, it is really hard to get someone to listen to something immediately, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. It was actually, this is kind of crazy, but it also came from the Reddit thing. And it honestly, it, it blew my mind at the time. It was only, it almost like made me question reality. Because I posted a couple of songs. I made like a an EP type thing. It, wasn't, it wouldn't even be considered a mixtape. And there was this one guy, I swear... It, it was the most random, weirdest thing ever. There's this one guy who commented on every song I did. He's like, I love this. I love this. Help me through some shit. This is like, this made my day. Like, I was re- in a really dark thing. He did an entire write-up of every song, super in-depth. He got me on this YouTube. It was almost like an Anthony Fantano, but like one billionth of his views, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was some guy who, you know, reviewed music and stuff. He just kept submitting my songs, and like this dude was just a super fan. And uh, honestly, it was a super fan, and he was also probably my only fan. So it was it was just wild. There's this one dude. It's just he would comment on my stuff, like, "Dude, like you're a genius. How'd you even think of this? You're gonna blow up. Remember me when you're famous." And even just that one dude who is 
probably like almost my only fans besides like my friends who kind of have to be my fans or I'll be mad at them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like he, this one dude like pushed me to even like make more music. I was honestly making music for this dude at this point. He was my only fan. <laughs> That's awesome. No, yeah. Um, I was I was actually talking about that with uh, my friend not too long ago. How like um, as a small creator, even if one person gets like something from your music, like that's that's more than enough. You know, like knowing that you're making that impact on that one person, it's kind of like it gives you that feeling inside. Like something I like to ask people, which I guess we could talk about it real quick, uh, is is their idea of what making it means. Because honestly, I do think that once you've got that, like one person who likes what you're doing, you've made it. And your point from there on is just to grow and develop yourself, but you've already made it, you know? Um, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I feel like I have a, I feel like I always think that I made it and then something cooler will happen. Like I'm not expecting much, much. I do this to get like my art out there. I'm not trying to be famous or rich or whatever. I really don't care, but I feel like, so that was when I first started out. First, the producer reached out to me. I'm like, all right, like I made it, whatever. Yeah. Then I got that one super fan. I'm like, okay, I made it. Like, this is awesome. Then I started kind of getting like hundreds of views on my stuff. And I'm like, okay, like I made it. Like, that's cool. Now I'm up to like, sometimes I get like a thousand, whatever. I'm like, okay, I made it. Even something like this podcast. Like, I was so excited. I told all my <laughs> friends, I'm like, yo, I made it. I checked your guys' followers. You have like 10,000 followers. I'm like, oh my God, I don't even know that many people. <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy. But honestly, yeah, my my like ceiling for making it keeps getting higher and higher i guess i was happy with like the beginning of it but now it's just kind of getting even past what i expected yeah i totally agree with that like i don't know it's like it still feels good you know like the very first time you you feel like you're winning at it it feels really good but then like you just keep i don't know you just you exceed your expectations right and i definitely think that um you've grown a lot and now that i think about it it's probably been a little bit more than 6 months Cause it, yeah, it's yeah, definitely been like a year now, <laughs> you, but, uh, I haven't lived in North Carolina since <laughs> May. That's when I moved back. So that's almost a year, but yeah. I don't want to fact check you, but you're not far off. Like it's honestly, it's probably been like 10 months. So yeah. It's not cr crazy difference, but, um, <laughs> like, like you were saying, yeah, like a hundred percent. I also remember, I forgot to mention this another time where I felt like I made it. My friends were like singing my song. And this, nice. like, like my friends and also this, like, super cute girl who I was trying to impress who's also <laughs> singing my song. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, is this what Travis Scott feels like? And I'm like, Kylie <laughs> Jenner sings his songs. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, the best feeling ever. But at, at this point, as long as my friends like it, and sometimes my friends don't like it, too. That's the thing, too, which is why I really am uh, – I'm really grateful for my friends. Like, I just sent them a song I did, and they're kind of like, eh, like – this isn't this isn't it, Pat. Like this isn't the song, which is cool. They're not just like, oh, this is awesome for every song. Yeah, because that that wouldn't help me at all in the long run, at least, you know. Yeah, no, I feel that real real feedback is super helpful. I'll right. tell you, I I'm always honest when I t uh, when I tell you how I feel about your songs. I really like the new Tennessee that you just released. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> um, that's actually. It's a funny story too. We were t we were kind of talking about producers before. I met that producer off Reddit. Um, not that we not that we had a falling out or anything, but for one reason or another, we both got busy. Honestly, he lives like halfway across the country, so he's got his stuff going on. I've got mine. We've kind of you know grown apart, 
And then I went to this party, and it was honestly almost the day that I kind of stopped talking to that producer. I went to this party. It was more of like a kickback, to be honest. But I was there drinking and stuff. I was bored, so I'm like, you know, fuck it. Like, let me freestyle. My friend's like, yeah, freestyle. So I was doing it. It was cool. I was having, like, people who were there, like, shout out words, and I was going off of their words and stuff. And then there was this one dude who was there who was like, listen, yo, I'm a producer. Like, I literally have my laptop with me. I'll play you my beats. You can rap over them right now. I'm like, okay, that's crazy, but let's do it. So he pulled out his laptop, started playing his beats that he produced himself. I was, like, freestyling stuff. I took his number down, and then, like, months later, we met up. And now that's a dude who I am basically meet up with every night. He's got his own, like, home studio. And we record some stuff, and we make new music at his house. So it's, it, it's cool. It's been working out. Yeah, that's awesome. So do you yeah. think working with, because you said you've you've worked with two different producers now? Right. Do you think working with different people on these things has helped you grow or changed the, your process in any way? I think my, honestly, I know I've been doing music for about a year now, but I feel like I've just started taking music seriously. Like, honestly, the last, month and a half ish that's when i've been meeting up with this new producer and it's different because the other guy he wouldn't give me feedback really i would send him a song the guy from reddit i'd send him a song he'd mix it and he'd send it back and be like okay done enjoy like, all right thanks man this guy i'm sitting with in the studio he's making beats for from scratch not that tennessee one by the way just the new stuff we've been working on because that's the first song me and him made together the tennessee one he's been making beats from scratch to match my voice i've been making my voice match his beats it's almost like it's definitely my best music that i've been putting out since i've been meeting up with this guy and making music with him and he takes it just as seriously as, as i do which is awesome yeah that is awesome finding someone who like matches your energy i mean it probably helps to to be able to be physically in person with someone for that kind of thing right yeah it doesn't hurt that he lives like 20 minutes from me and he basically was like, you're welcome anytime. And he's also a really cool guy. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Wow. That, uh, <laughs> I keep bringing these back to, to little points, but I like, I just like picking out your stories. That's kind of like the idea of taking every shot that you can, right? Like you were just at a kickback. You could have just chilled for the night, but you, you took the chance to freestyle a bit and it really paid off for you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I could have just hung out. I mean, I wasn't trust, like I wasn't trying to network. I'm not one of those guys who kind of like everywhere I am, like, yo, check me out. Check out my music. I was kind of like, I'm bored. Everyone else is bored. We're just listening to fucking music anyway. Just put on a beat. Let me entertain you guys. And I thought it'd be cool. Kind of like a, it reminded me of like the five fingers of death on Sway where they put on different instrumentals. And I kind of like try to take it to the next level. I'm like, yo, scream out words. I'd point to someone. I'd be like, word. They'd scream out a word. I would, I would rhyme with it. And I guess this dude was, like, kind of impressed. And also, he was kind of in my situation where he had a hunger for music and all these things, but he had nobody, you know, to rap over his beats. And I had all these lyrics, and I had no beats to rap over. So it, it kind of fit perfectly. It was actually, I don't know, it was almost fate, to be yeah. honest. Like, it was kind of crazy that we were both even out there because there was only, like, seven, eight people there. So for us to both be there and both like him to have his laptop there, like everything had to kind of align, which is crazy. Yeah, that's like that's exactly what I was trying to tell uh, one of my friends about recently was that like 
the reason I say like you should always just go out and do things is not like so that you can network yourself, you know, because I agree with you. I think that stuff's really like eh, it's not that cool. It's it's not really doesn't it's feel so authentic. <laughs> yeah, it's it is so lame. Yeah, it doesn't feel authentic to go out and just like promote yourself, but to just literally just go out and just be involved in music. Like I go to concerts all the time, not because I'm trying to network, but because if you love music, you obviously you want to be around it. And if you're passionate right. and you're going out and making these moves other passionate people are probably going to be there enjoying themselves too, you know? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I'd like, I'm, I'm with you where I feel like it's so lame. If I were just to go out in my day to day life, like I'm at ShopRite or something, or actually there's no ShopRite down South or whatever. <laughs> you're like a grocery store. And I'm in line waiting and like, Hey, it's like, I'm like, what? It's like, I want to make music, right? I'm Pat Danger. Like I would never do that. I honestly usually do not even mention it at all. Unless someone's like, hey, do you make music? Then I'll be like, yeah, I do. Whatever. Yeah, I, I think that's just lame to like promote yourself like that. Um, I understand people who do do it. Like you're just trying to get your name out there or whatever. But I feel like if you let it come naturally, when it does happen, it's, it's so much cooler. Like it was so much cooler that this dude and me happened to be at the same party than like I met him out somewhere. Or, and I'm like, yo, you're a producer? I'm, I'm a rapper. Like let's do it right now. It was cool that it happened naturally. Yeah. It felt, it felt cool, you know? It felt natural. Yeah, that's always, I guess, best circumstance, right? Meeting people like that. Like, just living your life. Yeah, I have a, a lot of I have a lot of experiences like that, too. But something I guess I do want to bring up, too, that goes along with that, but it's kind of uh, countering, in a sense, is that um, as nice as it is to have, like, authentic interactions where you just accidentally happen to bump into someone, I think actively trying to search for people who want what you want as long as you do it in the right way it's totally cool too because like we met online right fun little yeah. tidbit to add in there <laughs> um and i've definitely <laughs> met a lot of musicians online and like you were talking about with the reddit thing i think in that situation it's totally appropriate because you're both on the search for something but i agree like going out to like the store and being like yo my music that's totally different <laughs> right that's just whack and weird and like <laughs> buy your groceries and go home. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like when I'm posting things on Reddit, I'm like also posting them on the correct subreddits. Like I, I have like a share your music subreddit, uh, making hip hop subreddit. I'm not like posting these on like random, like pregnancy subreddits <laughs> or like random, random dog breed subreddits. Like just trying to like, yeah, hey, I know you're looking for a border collie, but check me out. I'm better than a border collie. No, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm posting these on the, websites on the sorry on the subreddits where you're they're meant for posting your links and these kind of things yeah yeah i totally see that and actually funny little thing uh just to add in i went one time like i saw your reddit once i was like oh i was trying to find a bunch of music reddits and then i noticed that you follow almost every music reddit in, exist in existence which is how i found them <laughs> it was awesome oh, awesome <laughs> wow that's cool i hope i have nothing embarrassing on my reddit <laughs> weird just post or something no, I'm sure I don't. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I think I probably Googled it. I've had Reddit forever, but I've never used it for music. I just use it to just watch weird shit like everybody else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I started making music, I, I went back and I made a new Reddit. Just made like Pat Danger. I don't know what I'm actually called. It's Pat Danger something, I'm sure. Um, and I Googled like best subreddits for sharing your music. And I kind of went down the list. I added like 10 or 15 of them and I just posted to there. And that would mostly be the first place I posted. Because it's 
especially when you're just starting out too, you can like share it with your friends, which I do. But I mean, I don't know, dude, I have like six friends. I don't know how many <laughs> friends like other normal people have, but even if you had a hundred friends, that's, you know, a hundred views or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Cause I, I, I don't know if, if everyone feels this way, but when I make something, I'm actually low-key like nervous to tell a lot of friends like I'll tell the really close friends but I'm not just gonna go out and tell like friends that I've only really been acquainted with like when I put something out I show my best friends and then I post it on like reddit or instagram or something in hopes that a, a stranger will enjoy it but I, I don't know like I try really hard to advertise to friends but yeah I, I agree with you like sometimes you just got to get it out there you know that's a great point too um I was like terrified when i first started making music to show it to anybody i actually knew i would i don't know i was just like all right like it's so stupid like what, what am i trying to be post malone or something my friends are gonna be like what the fuck is or like what what are you what are you going through right now so i would mostly just post it online too and like all right hopefully somebody connects and i would show it to maybe like one of my really close friends like I promise you can't make fun of this like <laughs> that kind of stuff but now uh, i'll send it to some of my friends like, if I drop a mixtape, I'll send it to my friends, but I won't, like, I won't, I try not to overdo it. I won't yeah. send them, like, unfinished stuff that I'm doing every night and ask for their opinion on that because that just, you know, gets annoying, I'm sure. But I'll, if I have a mixtape or project that I'm working on, I'll send it to some of my friends, try to get their feedback. And like I said, I'm grateful because my friends are, for the most part, straightforward. They won't just say, oh, I love this. They'll kind of give me some sort of feedback. I like this part. I didn't like this part. And that helps me. Definitely helps me. I totally agree with that. It's 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 so helpful to get feedback on anything. Um, I I haven't really put out a whole lot of music. I've, uh, I've been working on a lot of other things. But I, I did. I remember I wrote this song one time. And I sent it to, like, literally, like, two or three people. Because I was not about to send it to a bunch of people. And they yeah. gave me feedback on, like, this one part that they didn't like. And when I went back and changed it, I was like, wow, this is actually much better. They were totally right. <laughs> exactly. And I'm – don't get me wrong. I'm stubborn in a lot of ways. It's honestly, probably one of – probably my biggest flaw. I'm super stubborn just as a person in general. And I tend not to try to – I don't do it on purpose, but, I, you know, people give me advice and I'll just kind of brush it off. But – I realized early on, which is also a blessing, um, it's, it's a really bad way to be like that in music. If someone, if 10 different people, if you showed it to 10 people and all 10 people say they don't like this specific part, uh, like you got to think about it. Are those 10 people wrong and you're right? Or are you wrong and those 10 people are right? And I, I try to take the mature mindset like, all right, if all these people are saying this part isn't good, let me just change it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think that there's definitely like balance in there where like there's going to be plenty of times where you could just make your own judgment and be like, no, I, I think this part's fine the way it is. I, I, I think the most valuable thing about feedback is that you can't really experience your art like a new listener. When you've been working on something for so long, you hear it in your head maybe a little differently. Like things feel different when you set them down and come back to it like as a new listener. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I'm the type of person too, which kind of goes back to my stubbornness where if I hear a beat and I'm like, all right, this is what the first verse is going to sound like, or even like, all right, this is what this part is going to sound like. 
and I keep repeating it to myself for hours and hours, even if I show it to someone and they're kind of like, oh, like maybe you could do something else with that. I'm like, no, like this is how it has to go. This is how I've been playing it in my head for so long. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's nice to have a fresh, it's nice to have fresh ears yeah. to listen to your music. I think uh, I used to get like that with beats a lot. Because now, thankfully, I have a producer who makes my beats. But I used to search through and scan through beats on YouTube for hours. And eventually, whether I realized it or not, they were all kind of just sounding the same. And I think that also happens with music, too, even my own music. I'll If I'm in the studio for three hours working on one single verse, like 20 seconds of a song, of course, towards like the end, it's, it's just all going to sound the same and it's better to take a break for for a little while and come back to it or find someone who hasn't heard it before and get their fresh perspective on it. Yeah, and that uh that goes into a, a great point that I was just about to ask you about uh with like craft and art and all that. You've definitely been doing this for like a year, which is a, a especially considering what is it? You put out about 3 EPs now? Yeah, I put out I think it's 3 EPs and like a bunch of loose songs. Yeah, singles. Yeah, like a bunch of singles. It's. I'm glad I'm sticking with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just gonna ask, um, because you've been doing it for so long and you put out a lot. Like that's. I think that's a really good amount for that amount of time, especially because you like literally just started, like, that less than a year ago. Is um, that, how has how has it been going from just working on it as an art because you know when you started you know you said you freestyled a lot and you've obviously been working on the art aspect of it for many years but now that you're going into like the craft and like the the nitty-gritty of recording and producing and really making a whole work that you put out like that like what what is it like going into developing your craft like how has that been for you I feel like there were different points in how I was looking at it I think that at first I was kind of just trying to get as much out as possible, which is why I honestly, I do, I know I do have a lot of songs, but I, I went back and deleted probably like six or seven of them because it was just, I was at the, when I first started, I was looking at it more of quantity versus quality. So I figured I'd put out 10 songs. If even one of them is good, that's okay. As I kept going and going, now I'm kind of at the point where I'll spend a really long time on one song, as long as I think that it's going to be good, rather than just kind of cranking them out just to do it. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm not I'm not really making songs just to do it anymore. I'm trying to make something that I think is good. Yeah, I've definitely seen like through listening to your music since I've met you that uh, I feel like every EP. I can I can see the improvement in the craft and um and the the time that you've put into it and and the the growth that you've had since making it and so I'm just wondering because you said earlier that when you started it uh you did the very logical thing of going out and getting like uh the the cheap easy accessible uh, hardware and software and stuff that I think you know I think everyone should do that because when you're starting you just need something to start right you don't need fancy stuff have you upgraded equipment or thought of upgrading or anything has that ever been a part of your craft journey right um so i think that like you said it's it's better to put out a low quality song than to put out no song at all yeah and i do have a couple of low quality songs i have i'm looking right now i have two songs they're definitely lower quality 
but I also think they're probably some of my best writing. Um, and I'd rather put that out than just nothing at all. But yeah, I started off, I had FL Studios 20, which is like, I think it was 200 bucks maybe, which is at the time for me, that was basically my whole savings. And I bought an $80 mic and I would kind of just mess around and try to figure things out. Now I still have FL Studios and I still have the same mic, but I'm not using them anymore. The producer that I met from that kickback that I was talking about, he has uh, a home studio, yeah, which is perfect because that's where I've been going every night. It's kind of, you know, come whenever you want, stay as long as you want. If you want to drink, if you want to smoke, whatever you want to do to get creative, go for it. So he has a really expensive setup that I would never be able to afford. He's also kind of, I mean, I'm 23, but he's like a real adult. He's a little older. He's like 35, I think. Um, so he has the mic stand. He has a nice mic. He has a nice MacBook that he spent, he told me 3500 or something on. He has all these different controllers and stuff. So thankfully I met someone with a bunch of nice equipment. But if I didn't meet him, I'd probably be using either the same equipment that I've been using or maybe try to just go to the next level and spend a little more money, get a little nicer headphones, nicer microphone, nicer software, all that kind of thing. And uh, I don't think, like, you know, equipment is obviously the most important thing in the world, especially when you're starting. And um, just, I guess, depending on your goals and such, right? Because I, I wouldn't bother going out and getting really expensive equipment with the kind of work I do, uh, just because I don't, I don't really put my stuff out there too much. But um, I do think it's really cool that as you've developed your skills and such, that the equipment has been able to grow with you, even if it's uh, not, like, the stuff that you own, because that's... That's kind of like how I've always seen it. Like when you're doing something, you should just start with whatever's available because, you know, like you said, like releasing nothing is is not any better than going out, getting what's available to you and starting something like you got to start somewhere. And also, I think, like you said, when you first start out, you're, you're teaching yourself how to use this stuff. You're figuring out how to play around with it. And uh, I think the expensive equipment is so intimidating when you first start, you know? Yeah, Um I totally agree. And also, I feel like if you're just starting out, why do you need the top of the line thing? That's kind of like if I'm just starting out playing guitar, I want to learn how to play guitar. Am I going to get the most expensive Fender or whatever? Like, what's the point? Yeah. Get a beginner guitar, learn it, make sure it's something you want to stick with, and then kind of go from there. As you get better, as you get better, you I feel like you almost feel like you earned a little bit better equipment. Yeah. Those kind of things. Like, if you're just starting out, who are you to have a nice $2,000 microphone? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not Drake or whatever. Just kind of stay to your level. If you start getting better, get a nicer microphone. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? I think I'm good. All right. Well, uh, I wanted to ask if you have any new projects that you're working on. I know you've uh, told us already that you've you've been working with this new producer and all that, but anything specific now that Tennessee's out? Right. So I just dropped a new song, Tennessee, two days ago. I honestly, I tried to make a song last night for specifically for this podcast, and I really wanted to drop it today, but I it turns out it didn't work because it's hard to make a song in like four hours. But this is probably the best song I've ever done so far, even though it's only about halfway done. But next Friday, I'm dropping it. I haven't named it yet, but next Friday, I'm definitely dropping that song, and I think it's probably going to be my best work. 
That's awesome. I'm excited to hear it. In the description of this podcast, I'm going to link all of Pat's links down there so you can check it out for yourself. All right. And that was Pat Danger on his craft and what he's been working on lately. Can you let us know where we can find you, Pat, online? Yeah. Um, so SoundCloud, I'm just Pat Danger. Spotify, I'm also Pat Danger. And then if you want to check the links below, uh, my Instagram will be there as well. All right, cool. Well, thank you for talking with me today. Seriously, it's uh, very nice to have you on here and your perspective. I thought your stories were hilarious. I hope you were able to get some value from this because I definitely feel like I did. Yeah, of course. I had a great time. Thank you so much, Leanne. Thank you. And thank you to everyone for listening. Peace. Peace.